Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight will be a continuation of the 100 Days episode I did yesterday. I was kind of on the move, um, and I couldn't really, really explain where I was coming from. But now, I'm settled, (laughs) and I'm ready to get more in-depth what I was talking about yesterday. So yesterday when I tested on I talked on talk um I tested on the Biden and Harris administration and how their inactivity to do things for black Americans is gonna come back and bite us in the ass. Now during this last election it was reported that beyond any group African Americans is what won the election for Biden and Harris. However, and then when they got up there, they said Joe Biden, who's been a white supremacist his whole life, he's he has actively, after like 47 years in government, created policies intended to harm the black community i.e. the 1984 and the 94 crime bill. He has done nothing to rectify it. He's done nothing. He hasn't even apologized for it. As a matter of fact, he's doubled down on it. He said that, hey, this was needed for these super predators. And black people still overwhelmingly went out there and voted for Joe Biden. Although they were advised not to. They were advised to sit this election out and then let the Democrats crumble. Because, see, black people were saying to themselves, hey, if we have this hardcore white supremacist in office that's outright, outright telling us that, listen, I don't like you niggas, then we have to, then we won't have to deal with all this out front racism. We could, it could go back to being covert now. You know, it, don't, it doesn't have to be so overt. Now, these are black people that are weak. And I just said that how I meant it. And I know throughout the last few weeks, it's been seemingly like I've been very harsh. I've been very um, judgmental of my community. And there's only a certain sector of the black American community that I've been very, very, very hard on. I've been very judgmental towards. And that's been these old ass people, old ass people in the black community that still go to church. And... And I'm saying it like that because these Bible thumpers are the main ones talking about forgiveness and forgiving white supremacists. When, let me tell you guys something. And I keep saying this over and over again. Let me tell you guys something. When somebody sees your existence as a threat to their life, there is no compromising with that person. Just the very fact that you exist They see that as a threat to their life. You can't compromise with that person. You can't cooperate with that person. 
you can't reach an understanding with somebody like that. Only understanding you can reach with somebody like that is, I don't like you, you don't like me, hey, let's go to war. Other than that, you can't reach no understanding with anybody like that. There's no magical words or magical mist um, or anything like that that could change these white supremacist minds. Joe Biden, based on policy, is a hardcore white supremacist. But some of you can't get over that because you're still thinking, oh, well, Barack Obama chose him as his vice president. Well, oh, Barack, Barack Obama don't like black people neither. Barack, remember, Barack Obama is the one that signed the Blue Lives Matter Laws Act to protect cops when they kill unarmed black citizens. Remember, he did that. How many of you guys remember that he did that? And then you have the nerve to say, well, he's the best president. No, he's not. Obama was weak. He was a weak-ass president. And he's a weak man today. Now, back to the subject at hand. When we were talking about the first 100 days of Joe Biden, the Biden-Harris administration, a couple of things caught my eye, and I talked about this yesterday. When he was talking about they was going to, and he signed this act immediately yesterday, as soon as he got in office. But as soon as black people ask for something tangible, oh, we got to do research on that. When we ask for what's owed to us, i.e. reparations, oh, we have to do research on that. But with no research, 11 million immigrants, he's going to give them citizenship. And like I told you guys, I asked you guys a question yesterday, where the fuck are they going to put them? The same way they, the same place they've been putting them, in black communities, they're going to leech off the community. They're going to, get, they're going to give them business loans that black people can never get. They don't even have credit history in this country, but they're going to get business loans. They're going to get living expense loans. They're going to get money. They're going to open up shop in black communities. And because so many of us have self-hatred towards one another, you're going to bring your ass down there and support their business. Signaling your own demise. You won't support another black person to create some type of economic base, economic prosperity. But when it comes down to immigrants and other races, you will break your fucking back to support them. And they know that because they socially engineered it to be that way. Some of you 
will gun down your own brothers, your own sisters. But when it comes down to other people coming here to destroy your community, to destroy you, to leech off your economic base, you won't nip that in the bud at all. Some of you are so brave when it comes down to other black people, other, other victims of white supremacy. Some of you are so brave when it comes down to that. But when it comes down to your own people to support them, you won't do that. These first 100 days are going to be crucial to black Americans. They are going to be crucial to black Americans. And a lot of you don't see it. You know what, at this point, I can't even say that you don't see it. It's the fact that you won't acknowledge it. It's the fact that you're too afraid to acknowledge it because you're cowards. You're cowards. They got so much goofy shit going on. They got people twerking in front of uh, hero statues, Martin Luther King statues. They got idiots still twerking at protests. The fuck are you twerking at a protest for? Could y'all imagine Rosa Parks twerking at a protest? Betty Shabazz twerking at a protest? Could y'all imagine that? Coretta Scott King, could y'all imagine her twerking at a protest? Ida B. Wells, could y'all imagine that? Harry Tubman? Just stupidity, man. God damn. But as I was saying, these 11 million immigrants, where the hell are they going to put them? Black communities? Black communities? And if we don't support each other, if we don't nip this in the bud, if we don't get them out the paint, then who will? Who will? Next up on his agenda was LGBTQ. Gonna stop discrimination against LGBTQ in the workplace. And make no mistakes about it, when they say LGBTQ, they mean white people, gay white people. Make no mistakes about that. When they talk about discrimination, when they talk about giving benefits to LGBTQ, make no mistakes about it. They mean white people. They mean white people. And as I told you guys before, this will be a continuation of the Obama administration. 
how Obama, his racism, white supremacy was covert and nobody really saw it. But people want to say that's the best president they ever had. Barack Obama does not like black people. He has never lived a black experience. Hasn't really experienced racism like that. And to be quite honest, you know, to Michelle Obama, that was his first black girlfriend. For those who didn't know. Or it could have been his first girlfriend. And to be truthfully honest, Barack was hers too. Her first her first girlfriend too. And yeah, I said it. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. Now, when you remember the Barack Obama administration, though, back on back on topic. When you remember the Obama administration, their focus was illegal immigrants and LGBTQ. Black people were never on the in the discussion to do anything. People, but black people continue. Continuously and consistently support a party that's trying to bury them. Because a lot of you guys, to be quite honest with you guys, a lot of you guys are suicidal. A lot of you guys, you get it, but you just you just want a peaceful death. You don't want to go out fighting. A lot of you guys are cowards. You know why? Because you were raised by cowards. You were raised by cowards. You don't speak your mind at your workplace. You don't speak your mind when it comes to politics on social media. Most of you guys don't have a mind. You follow you follow the mainstream media. When I tell y'all something, let me tell y'all something. When your open enemy tells you that you just had a victory, more times than not, you didn't. When a mainstream media says Joe Biden is a win, Count that, put that in the loss column. When Joe Biden, when they say Joe Biden was a win for black Americans, go ahead, put that in the loss column. Do that. Because you're open, when your open enemy says, hey, you just won. No, the fuck you didn't. But some of you don't even know when you have victories, so. But what what is that what what is that to expect? And I know sometimes people listen to this podcast and sometimes people they get mad. They get triggered. But I don't give a damn. This is called truth to power. And we have to speak truth to power. Why while we're on this podcast, we have to speak the truth. And the truth is it is going to be very crucial for black Americans. Now, you need to have your physical straight, your finances straight, your mental straight, all of the above. Or you need to be working towards that. Like yesterday. You have to have your defense on point. You have to be prepared to defend yourself at all times.
And if you're not, then, hey, guess you just have to perish. I guess you have to perish. But the next 100 days, this Biden-Harris administration, they're going to try to put their foots on black Americans' necks. Metaphorically. But literally, they're going to try to destroy the black community. These next four years, we are going to go through it. We're going to go through it. But now, at the same time, in the words of Jason Black, this is good. Because now, the Democrats have the House and the Senate and the presidency. So there should be no excuses when it comes down to doing things for black Americans. So when the next election cycle comes up, comes around and black Americans say, listen, we want a promise of tangibles, i.e. reparations, so we can rebuild our communities. And reparations is just a start. Money is just a start. Money is just the start of reparations. But we need reparations. When that cycle comes around, when the next four years come around, and they haven't delivered, as I suspect that they won't, then we'll have to sit this one out. And let the Democratic Party perish. But the reason why they got 11 million immigrants coming in is so that they could be the new black voting class, so that they could be able to come over and vote them back into office. But what they're not counting on is that these immigrants that they're trying to let over here, they have the same white supremacist views as these Republicans. And the Democrats, they have a lot of white supremacist views too. Only difference is theirs is more covert. The Republicans a little bit more overt. Just a little bit. But Democrats, they're counting on these um, immigrants that have the same white supremacist views as them, but to be covert like them. But no, they want to identify with the Republicans. They identify more with Donald Trump than anybody else. And they're counting on black people to fold under this under these circumstances. But I have faith and I am very confident that we won't. We have too many strong people in the black community. We have too many strong black people nationwide, black Americans nationwide to fold under any circumstances. Now, I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. You guys have a great night.